It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. All right, we're just a couple of crescent of dicks doing their thing. It's the Luke and Pete Show, place where you can kick back, relax, pop a battery in your mouth and just suck on it. <laughs> Have a sweet time. <laughs> How are you yeah, doing, Luke? Fizz, you're right. baby. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Fizzing, mate. Fizzing fizz over here. In. With, um, ba- batteries. With battery, battery, battery fizz. <laughs> battery fizz. What's lovely. been going on? I haven't seen you for a wee while. What's been oh, happening? I know, yeah. I'm, I'm having several health health scares all at the same time, Luke. Um, I, well, I have heard. We've had loads of emails from people, or one email basically telling me I've got a lactose intolerance. I don't drink dairy. I don't consume that much dairy, really. So I don't think that's really the situation. I think I'm just having a one big health scare that started around about my 40th birthday. Uh, and it's all been downhill since, since since then, really. So you know that I've always felt like we're living in a gigantic simulation. Yeah. It may well be the simulation selected you from mm. 40 onwards to say, he's had his lot. He's <laughs> I, I hope um, I don't. Anything he gets now is a bonus. I know. I, ju- I, I am enjoying myself, though. That's the annoying thing. I'm like, this is a real shame if I'm going to shuffle off uh, this mortal coil. I, 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 I'm having too good a time. I don't think it's fair that, that, that I... Basically, no. I've had bad guts for, like, ages, and um, which has meant that I'm just constantly kind of uh, Googling stomach cultures and, you know... Never all Google. That. All that nonsense. Never Google. Never Google. But I just, I just honk bad, and I, on the ramble on Wednesday, I think it was. Um, I, I'm, I, I basically had, uh, and I went in anaphylactic shock uh, thanks to wearing a jumper. I found at the back of the cupboard. <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, I mean, we. I think I feel. I feel like on behalf of our of our friends listening. I need to investigate that further. Mm. I think you're going to probably have to provide quite a lot of context for our new listeners here, <laughs> and put a bit of detail on the on the bones, a bit of meat on the bones for mm. everyone else, because that is not something I've ever heard happening to any other human being. So no. we need to get to the bottom of that. I have a uh, pretty solid um, uh, dust mite uh, allerg- allergy, and so dogs, uh, the dog dander, and the dust mites together create. Peter got a block nose all the time, um, but mm-hmm. I. But every now and again, my face will just go massive for no reason, and my sinuses will just completely close up. My chest will tighten, um, and it happened just before the ramble. Um, I, I found a, a, a jumper at the back of a cupboard in a box, and it had just been there for like a couple of years, not been worn, not been used. And I put it on. Did but you, I, did it make you start committing crimes? <laughs> what, what, like an evil jumper? 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, like it's uh, it's found in the box, like a, like a Robin Williams film or something like that. Yeah, no, I I, I put it on, and obviously because I was wearing a mask on the way in on the train, as soon as I get to work, I take the mask off, and I obviously take, get a big blast of dust mites from the uh, jumper, and uh, I uh, and my face just went big in the eye. Um, and I mm. just, I just couldn't, I could so, so like this all the way through the ramble. So anyone listening to that, I, 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 you have my, um, complete yeah, apology. It. Uh, it was very and, amusing. And, uh, yeah, very, very strange. But as soon as I sort of went outside, say... got, got myself some Sudafed, got, got some Sudafed, uh, honked up my nose, Donald Trump level <laughs> amounts of it. <laughs> European strength Sudafed. European strength Sudafed. I was, I was, I was right yeah. as rain, but it was, uh, and I had an antihistamine. It was, yeah, problematic. So, I, I, if you're listening to this and you see the aforementioned jumper, or for our American listeners, sweater, mm. do not approach it. Do not. Approach it is more than likely armed. It's very and dangerous. dangerous. Well, very armed. Too armed. Yeah. Can you describe? Can you describe the um, the ju- defending the, article? The, uh, the, the knitted assailant. It was. Uh, it was a. It was just a general, very soft chenille brown number. It's very comfortable. I put it in the wash now. I'm hoping it's gonna. Rec- it, I'm gonna be able to wear it again. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, not, it's not a great morning for, your torso, for me. Not so much your face. <laughs> well, I mean, my head was nice and warm because it was filled with fluid. Where does all this fluid come <laughs> from, though? It just sort of it piles up up in your nose, and you're like, "How did this happen, guys?" I often wonder that because hmm. what what I'll find is that if I leave, so come into the office, leave the house, leave the house early morning. In hmm. the winter, obviously, it's very cold. Hmm. And what I find happens is I have to blow my nose a lot. My nose yeah. just starts running, and I think to myself, I, the part of my body which I'm basically unaware of that's generating this mucus hmm. is working like really well. Like he's <laughs> yes. obviously doing it for a reason, right? But it's working really well. Like it's really efficient. Yeah, you know? I've got the mucus glands of a teenager. It's really exciting. Yeah, it, it basically yeah, it's basically like my mucus glands are erect all the time. <laughs> but I think if, if if you know if my if I could take that work rate and that mm. efficiency and say apply that to every muscle in my legs, I'd be like a really fast runner. <laughs> But why do I get the mucus efficiency and not the leg efficiency or the strength efficiency? Are you saying that they should um, have an Olympics just for mucus? Like someone who just he just stands there and he just emits mucus from his nose or his mouth or his throat um, and just look look yeah. out like just into a big uh, a pint glass. <laughs> look how much mucus I can make. I, I, what I would say is this: if if there was genuinely some way of competitively measuring mucus generation <laughs> on a cold day in the morning, yeah, I would I'd be, be up there. I'm not going to say I'm the best, but I'm world class <laughs> at it. Well, I guess. Well, I guess in uh, China, in the uh, China, in the um, Olympics, China. the Winter Olympics, uh, they've got. The, there's obviously that famous picture of the, um, the the ski jump or whatever you call it. Yeah, what's it. that all about? Explain that to our listeners and then tell me what it's all about. Well, I don't, is it just a big uh, sort of snowy ski slope that uh, they've created just for the Olympics in the middle and, of hell? And it, of it's hell? just in the middle of. It looks like Middlesbrough. It, just in the middle of like. <laughs> It's just in the middle of this kind of dirty uh, industrial uh, factory district, isn't it? Just like big pipes everywhere and it looks absolutely grim. But I imagine that the Olympics held in Beijing uh, at this point in, in, in time with all of the um, air pollution, your mucus glands would probably be, uh, it'd probably, it'd probably be a great place to put it, I would say. All that uh, pollution. Yeah. 
No, but I, that would make probably make yeah because I guess the mucus would be in general. By the way, everyone listening, sorry about this. Um, <laughs> but, the, the, the generation is obviously happening due to some kind of defence mechanism, right? Mm, yeah, true. You know, I, I just wonder why your defence mechanisms for just about everything are so poor. Well, I I mean again, like I whenever I'm in trouble, something spectacular happens and I'm sort of bedbound mm. for a day. It's 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 not even the actual illness itself, it's the thinking that you've got to cancel stuff and thinking that you've got to you know, you're gonna have like a few hours of this nonsense before you can kinda of get come out the other side. It's rubbish. Hate it. How how did you get home? How did I get home? Uh I uh, I, got, I got the train, so I was fine. I was fine by the time I got home. It was just very weird. My eye went big. My, my eye went big. And the last time it happened, I was on, uh, I was on in a on a tatami mat in uh, in Japan. I think it must have been a very dusty tatami mat, and my face went up big then again. So sometimes my face goes big, and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a big face all the time, so I know yeah. how you feel. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Earlier, earlier you were saying one of our listeners helpfully suggested you may be lactose intolerant, but you mm. said that's not the case. I, I, all I drink is your oats, your almonds. I don't really drink a lot of milk, Do you really. have cheese? Not really, no. Not a huge amount. I'll level with you. Not a huge amount. All right. Because I, the reason I ask is because I will occasionally... I occasionally tolerate when Andrea in the office brings in um, almond milk mm. or soy milk mm. or something. And it's not the same, but it's fine. And then you've got coconut milk, which again is fine. Rice milk. There's lots of milks involved now. Mm. I actually saw an advert yesterday for potato milk. I'm not sure. I don't think I'm going to check myself out of that. I don't think I'm going to go near potato milk. That, that seems wrong to me. <laughs> well, I, I guess they've just sort of went, right, what's watery? But starchy at the same time. You know, they've literally went, right, what, what can we, we milk? What can we, what, look, looking around the kitchen, what can we milk? Uh, and, yeah, it's that, really. Yeah, I, I guess I, it kind of works because you can milk rice and you can milk... It's not really milk, is it? It's just water with a bit of protein, a bit of, like, rice protein or potato protein. So I don't know how they actually make it. Is there any protein in potatoes? Mm, there's got to be, hasn't there? I don't really know what, what potatoes are. They're they're very uh, versatile, but I'd, I'll be damned if I know what's actually in them. But does it? But what I'm saying, I'm I'm getting to the psychological point of it. Right. If someone said to you, "Would you like a cup of tea?" But I've only got potato milk. Mm. What are you saying? Well, the the thing I think the Milk Council of certainly Great Britain, or maybe the EU, I'm not really sure. Um, whenever you buy almond milk or uh, oat milk, it's never milk. That you, I, don't, I think they've uh, stopped calling it milk. They've uh, started calling it. Uh, it just has to be like an oat drink, an oat-based drink. Juice. So yeah. Oh, so it's going to be like. So it's it's probably going to. It's not going to be called potato milk. It'll be called a potato drink, which is not something you want to be yeah. putting in your cup of tea, is it? Uh. A lot of stuff's happening at the moment, which makes me feel like we're in, experiencing the collapse of Western democracy. Right, and potato and milk is, is, you know, that your canary in the mind. It. It's, it's got to be part, part of it. it. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 just, I just can't, I can't, and then the thing, I guess the thing about it is it'll be cheap, right? Because potatoes are abundant. Mm. Yeah. A very abundant and, and successful crop. I, I just think that maybe, I and mean, maybe I'm extrapolating too much here, but if potato milk is Britain's way of, taking back control after Brexit because yeah. we've got so many potatoes. <laughs> like, I just think that should have been mentioned in the campaign. Yeah. By the it's, way, it's, this is happening, this is happening. 
you can do that, on. but you are going to all be drinking potato milk. Yeah. Because no that, one's voting for that. Yeah, that's... I don't care yeah, how strident an EU hater you are. Yeah. You ain't... You ain't you ain't suffering potato milk. Yeah, and yeah, potato milk sounds like one of those things when society has broken down and people were forced to drink potato milk uh, to, to milk their own potatoes. <laughs> it's, <ugh. laughs> Fucking. Gross. I've never. All I'm saying is I've never once gone around someone's house uh, uh, or asked them what they do for a job or read anything in the newspaper which involved milking potatoes. No, I, and that's I've, all I'm saying. And I've never been prepping the roast potatoes for uh, Sunday Sunday dinner, uh, and I've never God, cut, mm, up, milky. cut up and <laughs> cut up a potato. And went, oh, I'd like a cup of that. I'd like a cup <laughs> of that, please. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. Uh. I thought I thought the only thing you could get like out of potatoes in that way was vodka. Uh, so yeah, how so? Could you kind of um, Jesus style turn it water into wine, potato milk into vodka, very very easily? It's got to be I don't think Jesus would have taken off if that's what he did. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's fallen hard times. He's drinking. It would, he's it drinking stick in the mind as much. <laughs> he's drinking street <laughs> vodka. He's made. Oh yeah, yeah. I think water to wine is kind of a little bit more relatable. <laughs> oh well, of course we only got we only got um, potatoes in Europe, didn't we? Quite late on, so when when they were brought back from the Americas, I believe. Oh, is that right? Yes, they did. Like kind of. Uh, do you remember that? Uh, it's a Bob Newhart sketch where he's talking about. Uh, so Francis Drake, who brought it? Who brought it all back? Who, was it, I thought it was Sir Walter Raleigh. Raleigh, probably Raleigh, isn't it? Um, he comes back and he's brought back tobacco and he's brought back potatoes and he. Yeah. And he's, he want, where do you stick this one, uh, Walter? <laughs> you stick it in your mouth, do you? Right, set fire to it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, whatever, mate. Lunatic. <laughs> What's your favourite type of potatoes? What do you mean? Where's this coming? As in, how do um, you choose to cook them? I my mum uh, gave us a, a packet of pre-prepared sort of like modern smash. Do you remember smash in the eighties with the robots? Yeah, um, or the aliens yeah. or wherever they were. Um, yeah, my mum gave us. You have to contextualise that for some of our listeners, by the way. It's basically just dried mash that you re uh, powdered, right? Yeah, powdered mash that you put. It's kind of just like making. I guess if you add too much water, you're just basically making potato milk, aren't you? But yeah, it's making like Pete, a... I, I, I think people understand the idea of dehydrated food. I'm not sure they understand a bit about aliens and robots. That's what I mean. <laughs> All right, sorry. Uh, in the 80s, there was a popular dehydrated potato uh, mash that uh, was advertised by aliens that looked like saucepans, I think. Yeah. Kind yeah. of like culinary aliens they were like slash culinary robots. Culinary aliens slash robots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, and your mum uh, gave you some. Mum gave us a pack of that. That was really nice. Really. Did really... she not love you? She lo- she loves me a little too much. She uh, she's obsessed. With, she's oh, ob- okay. she's obsessed with the fact that um, I've got a new air fryer. She's always wanted an air fryer. I just get your own. Air You're fryer. obsessed with that. Don't say your mum is. No, but I told her about it. She's like she's over the moon. She keeps asking me what I've cooked in it. Um, and the last thing I cooked was black pudding, so there we go. Well, tell her then, because because seventy five percent of your fucking conversations these days are about an air fryer. <laughs> it's my illness. I, and, and the reason I ask about your mum is because, like, this, do you think your mum thinks, "Oh, great, Pete and um, Pete and Sarah are coming up. I can yeah. get rid of some of that stuff at the back of the cupboard." Oh, uh, yeah, and there is so much stuff at the back of the cupboard. There's there's like every flavour of um, uh, kind of tomato sauce in there. Uh, garlic sauce. None of them refrigerated, so they they went off <laughs> years ago. 
um and just yeah. lots of like stirring sauces and all kinds of shit like that so yeah it's it's not uh it's it's, it's not a, a bountiful uh cupboard it's it's pretty disgusting to be honest are your are your, pa- are your parents still living in the same house they were living in when you lived with them no no they moved to a little house okay in, so you uh, have no kind of nostalgia or kind of attachment emotionally to the to the house no, not really. No, it was uh, yeah, it was very much. But I, I'd said it before. Like my dad's, they moved in the house about fifteen years ago, and or maybe twelve. Oh, because the coal truck drove through the other one. That was yeah. That was three. That was three one three uh, houses ago. I had an attachment to that. That okay. was where I used to wake up in the middle of the night and we in the um we in the drawer, um, but and then close the drawer. <laughs> What? Just, You've I never told said you, that I, I, it's just when I was a bit when I was a, when I was a bear, and I, was, I used to sort of get up, stand up, walk over to open the, the drawer, open one of the drawers, and just piss in it. Like a pissed up dad, like a pissed up, like a drunken dad. dad. <laughs> so, yeah, what happened? What was that? Do you reckon? I don't know. I like, but I mean, clo- I think closing the the. Uh, Closing the, the the thing is a little closing the drawer is a little bit much, isn't it? Just getting that closed and then going back to bed, sort of. That's that's sorted. That's dealt with. Because yeah, it's making Filing your that away. work harder to sort it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, very weird. But um, yeah, that was the attachment I had with that house. But that house, my mum and dad moved in about twelve years ago, and my dad, his little office uh, slash the place where he sleeps sometimes, um, he's still got like um, he called them dado rails, like kind of like. Um, Kind of like designs to enchant children for like a. It was like a nursery clearly before they moved in, and there's just like um like a kind of like a track of like pictures of elephants and uh, giraffes and stuff all around his office, <laughs> and he's just never bothered to pull it down or paint it or anything. I've never heard of that phrase before. <laughs> what did you call it? Is it dado real? I think it might. It sounds. It sounds like it might be problematic. I don't know why dado real. It just sounds a bit like oh, don't say that. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Does your dad but, not, um, want to direct, did not want to decorate the office to how he likes it? No, how he likes it is just clutter. It's just there's clutter everywhere, as you can well imagine. So it's just a lot of a lot of shit he's bought from the pound shop, calculators, and he's got a little. Oh, I wonder where you get it from. Fucking hell! <laughs> hey, my room's tidy now. Thank how, you. How's the garage looking? It's fine. Um, uh, in increasingly uh i'm being told that i did not consult uh the other partner in the house uh about putting a uh a wall up in the cabin which i did um and i didn't realize that uh knocked a few noses out of joint <laughs> that i put a wall what? up so you're in the apology ca- apology i'm in the apology cabin and i was What's like i need the studio about? so i put put a couple of partition walls up and a and a door uh, and and made a little studio out of it, but um, uh, I've been told that I didn't co- not consult the other person in the house, which is fair, which is fair, because that is going to affect the the price of the house. Uh, I just didn't realise it was uh, it was problematic. My problematic walls, <laughs> you know me, if always we, putting if we, up walls. We, maybe maybe we could set up a kind of support network for people who've been on the other end of you just doing stuff without telling anyone. Yeah, yeah. It's, I like a project. I like a pro- I spent good. Good part of Sunday making a box, little a little box for my arcade machine to sit on top of. I've not, barely played the thing, but I've spent hours and hours on it, <laughs> like fixing it up and stuff. You're living the dream now, out I love in the it. suburbs by the sea, just yeah. working on projects. <laughs> little projects, little pity project. I call myself. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> little pity project. All right. Little pity project. Well, listen, little pity project to me. You're gonna have mm. a little break, and then when we come back, we're gonna get through some of our uh, Luke and Pete show family 
emails. Our listeners have sent them in in abundance, so we've got to abundance. get through some of them. So we'll do it just the other side of this. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We like it. You like it. It's the Luke and Pete Show. And it's time for a few emails if we've got time, if that's all right with you. We have got time, Peter. In Good. fact, we've got plenty of time. To mm-hmm. get through our emails, some some of our friends have emailed hello at lukeandpeteshow.com mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to read out a few of their efforts. And if you want to get in touch, you can do so by emailing the same address. Um, Pete, now over the last week or two, perhaps even a little bit longer, mm-hmm. there's been um, some chat around the famous or now infamous missing Luke and Pete Show episode. Yeah. It's yeah. episode 140. Um, it okay. was called Horses Can't Vomit. We have no mm. idea why it was removed, but our listeners has ever have given us some solutions. So I'm going to try and read a couple of the solutions and, and explanations out. First up is mm. Alec uh, Lodge. Hello to you, Alec. He says, hi, guys. In relation to the mystery of missing episode 140, I can confirm it shows up on Podcast Addict, but it won't download. Ah. I'm not sure if I've solved the mystery or not, but I do remember the horses can't vomit chat descending onto a tangent worthy of one of Luke's famous where's that come from? exclamations off on this tangent pete got rather excited and i'm going to say this under warning so if you're of a sensitive disposition don't listen to this next bit pete got rather excited while theorizing that as horses don't have a gag reflex they'd be perfect for deep throat style porn and because of their long faces you'd be able to and this is a direct quote get it right in there No, I realise I'm laughing at my own nonsense. But you're laughing but at that, how ridiculous you are as a human that being. That is when, in the cold, harsh light of day, yeah. getting the things you've said in jest, uh, you know, when I get all excited and blurt out some nonsense, having that thrown back at you or read back at you uh, with a sober delivery uh, is, is disgusting. I am a disgusting man. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to apologise for everyone who heard episode 140. That sounds fucking horrific. But what you're feeling at the moment, Pete, is like where you, maybe you've been out on a Friday night, you've had a bit of a scuffle, right. and on a Saturday morning when you walk into a cafe to have a little fry-up to get over your yeah. hangover, you've walked past the same spot. Yeah, And you okay. think, oh my God, what was I doing? Yeah. 
Anyway, Alex, Alex saying, I can only guess that the uh, censors picked up on this bestiality talk and chopped out the episode, or possibly some sad act reported it, but it's probably not the worst thing that's been said on the show, although I'm struggling to think of anything worse at the moment. Hoping this might give you some insight into where that episode is, or you could try the Reply All podcast. Oh, no, you actually, you can't, because they got themselves cancelled. We're actually trying to get someone else cancelled, the bloody idiots. <laughs> I started listening to that after Luke's recommendation and just got caught up as it got canned. I'm sorry about that, Alec. You know, <laughs> you know, there, but by the grace of God and all that. Yeah. Uh, Alex is loving the show. Um, all the best, Alex. So thank you for that. And Rowan has also picked up the story saying, I've just listened to the latest episode of Laps, and after hearing about the missing episode 140, I thought to myself, hmm, I bet I've got that on a backup. And sure enough, I do. So Chilling. I've uploaded it to my mega account. And if you want it, here's the link. A uh, long time listener uh, since the very beginning. Thanks for everything. I uh, very much enjoy dropping into your world a couple of times a week. Cheers, Rowan. So Rowan's actually got it. We can download it and we can re-upload it if we decide to. Although, Pete, perhaps you don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really don't want to do that. And it's worrying that we've got an ar- archivist working on this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do not care for this one bit. How do you feel about your behaviour? Um, what, generally, or, or in this particular situation? In this particular situation, I'm horrified. Uh, generally, I think I'm a delight. <laughs> have, you, have you seen that meme um, of the kid um, text messaging his mum saying um, he, doesn't, he feels pissed off about something? So his right. mum replies by saying, why don't you go and sit outside and have a banana? Oh, no, I like, what? Yeah. He's pissed off about something. So he just texts his, his mum because he's, he's oh, I'm in a bad mood or whatever. This has happened. I'll fucking whatever. <laughs> And his mum replies, it's a screenshot of the text conversation, his mum replies saying, oh dear, I'm sorry to hear that, son, why don't you go and sit outside and have a banana? <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing. That's quite you sweet. You feel like you should, you should do that at the moment. She's clearly looking around the kitchen going, I have no solution for this at all. Yeah. I love the idea of like walking through some maybe some kind of suburban street uh, where there's a like hundred houses and seeing like three teenage lads individually sat outside eating a banana like it's a, like <laughs> yes. but the way she says it is like it's a very well-known thing to do which it, which yeah. it isn't at all you can really turn their life life around uh by just eating a banana and sitting on a stoop somewhere would you like to sit outside and have a nice glass of potato milk uh, well that's for me i could like stand on the stoop or sit on the stoop just milking milking a potato away just milking it within an inch of its potatoey life just I've, i just purchased a new juicer by the way oh yeah right and um, I'll get onto the problems with it in a minute because mm. um, I I think I probably went through my life studiously avoiding having a juicer, right? But then I was getting annoyed by the amount of fruit we had left over at the end of each week. And I thought, well, if I just juice it, it'll be a nice way of getting it down me before it goes off, and it's good for you and all that kind of good stuff. Mm. And I chuck some vegetables in there. So I, I mean, I, I got recommended by a friend. Um, a, a certain type of juicer. And I was like, okay, if I yeah. want to get that one, it's fine. Okay. As soon as I bought it, I was chatting to John and to a couple other mates, and all of them said the same thing on the phone to me before it arrived. Oh, yeah, good luck with that. You're going to have to clean that every time you use it. It's a right pain in the ass. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> right? And, of course, it turns up and it's like a space shuttle. And yeah. it's just the most complicated thing ever. Uh, and apparently it's great because it's a cold press, so it doesn't heat up, which means it doesn't kill the nutrients in the fruit and the vegetables, so it's better for you all this great stuff it's also you know roughly about a third of the size of my kitchen which i also (laughs) didn't fucking consider and my friend dan said to me oh yeah my juice is so big that i only get it out weekends because it it can't sit in the kitchen because it takes up too much space anyway so the point being um the other piece of advice uh john gave me 
You know, you know our mate Mad Phil. Right? Uh, yes, he um, he is mad for lots of different reasons. I know it's tedious when people say, "Oh, is my friend mad?" He's a great guy, but he's mad. He he put um, he put an onion through his juicer. Oh wow! And he's that's... never been able to use the juicer again. Oh, because it just absolutely honks. Yeah, no matter how many times you wash it, it still <laughs> everything takes the onion, right? That's terrible. I know. Like, you should be able to wash every single part of it. I know. So, it's but I just, I just, onion free. You know, like I, I just think that you, it's like a horrendous crime. No matter how many times you ever shower, you can't get the stain off. Out you know what? Spot. You know what you've done. <laughs> Lady Macbeth in it. Yeah, the just onion knows what you've onions done. Constantly. So I, I was, I was just going to say. Um, so anyway, look. So. It's been fine, but it's obviously comes with a lot of admin, which I didn't really anticipate. Mm. But I wondered if you put potatoes in it, are you going to get some potato milk out of that, some sweet potato milk? Because yeah. I, the reason I asked the question, I'm sorry to go about this again, but I thought about it a bit in the ad break. And I don't, they must be doing something to that potato milk to stop it tasting of potatoes. Because almond, very neutral flavor. Rice, famously very neutral flavor. Coconut, a nice flavor. You know, mm. in milk form, for mm. example. You know, soy doesn't taste of anything. Potatoes very much do taste of something. So what are they doing to stop that? Doing what they do with all the other milks, I suppose. Just adding a bit of salt, adding a bit of sugar. <laughs> yeah, that does seem to be what happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. But if yeah. I bang for a lot of potatoes in my juicer when you come round and go, here you go, glass of potato milk for you, you're probably going to call the police. I'll say that's. I think Luke's gone through some things, <laughs> and then you'll and then you'll probably say, "Oh, you're going to have to spend ages cleaning that." Yeah, yeah. Everything's going to taste of potatoes now. Unbelievable. Can I? When, uh, when, I, when, <laughs> I, when I put into you in context, it's exactly how complicated the juicer is, and it's made by a company called Sage, who apparently right. are very good. Um, but can I just tell you this to put it in in perspective? When I did wash it, I legitimately couldn't work out how to put it back together again. There was like <laughs> you're five good at bits. Lego. Yeah, basically, it was like it was like a logic puzzle to put it all together again. <laughs> like one of those mystery boxes that you yeah. can't open. So the... <laughs> I was just going to say, what I'd rather do, I think, is just buy a bottle of apple juice or whatever. Yeah, I'll ju- I'll ju- I've got a Nutribullet. What's wrong with them? They're really simple. So it's what's the cop- difference there? Talk to me about the difference between those. It's just like an old school kind of food processor, I suppose. It's just a, it's just a cup that you put uh, you put all your stuff in and then put the the blades affixed to the top of the uh, yeah. of the thing. You screw that on, turn it upside down and the mortar uh, drives the blades that are integrated into the uh, into the cup itself and it's all very simple. I what I um yeah, I've been using mine for ages. Is that the same thing? Yeah, I make pancakes, I make juice, I make uh, milkshakes. I made a milkshake last week, How a mango are you milkshake. Pancakes in it. What do you mean? Like, I said, I'm not cooking the pancakes in it, but the pancake mix I'm mixing together. Oh, to so make it can be it nice like a, it's like a KitchenAid as well, then. Like yeah, a, it's cracking. Yeah, yeah. I like oh, it. Well, where were you last week? Fucking with well, your allergies, not talking <laughs> to me. Just get yourself a simple. Just simplify it. Just just take the constituent parts that you need and just remove the stuff that you don't and just bodge everything together with a lot of tape. I think the Fantastic. person who recommended the juicer to me was, they are quite posh, and I reckon they've got someone cleaning it for them. You're right, yeah. It's like a like a modern chimney sweep, but it's people who clean nutri bullet y kind of products. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's imagine that. That that would yeah, probably, probably be like a legitimate business enterprise. A man comes around with a with a little pipe cleaner. Yeah. There's nothing better than freshly squeezed juice of whatever extraction. Yeah, cracking stuff. It's great. It is great. It is delicious. <laughs> um so we've had horses that can't vomit. Yeah. Holes in the side of cows. You remember that? Oh yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was decent. Any um, other uh, animal facts before we go? Uh, no, I think I'm uh, animal facts. 
animal animal factory. Uh, maybe on the next show we'll talk about all of those birds that fell out of the sky in Mexico. Oh yeah, a Oi, horrific by the way, Pete, scene. That is a great podcast fucking trail. That's exactly what the big boys do when they're doing a narrative documentary series. Oh, right. Tune in next time for all the birds that fell out of the sky. <laughs> guess guess where guess where the birds aren't anymore. <laughs> Oh, in the sky tune, where they're supposed to be? In the fucking be. sky, mate. Yeah. Tune in next time. Oh, yeah, we'll I saw, talk about that. I saw uh, 300 birds yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's so weird about that? Yeah, they're on the fucking floor. That's what's <laughs> weird about it. They go, no, I've seen that before. I've yeah. seen that. I live, in, <laughs> yeah. I live on the estuary. I mean, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right, then. Let's get Let's out of get here. Out Thanks of very here. much for getting in touch. If you did so, hello at lukeandpeacher.com. If we didn't get to your email this week, we will get to it at some point. I'm sure, I almost guarantee you, because there is no such thing as scraping the barrel on this show. That's what it's all about. We just talk about crap every episode. So your email will get read out at some point, I'm sure. Hello at LukeandPeacher.com to get in touch with us. We are at Luke and Peacher on Twitter and Instagram. If you like what you hear and you enjoy, as our friend, um, I think it was Alec earlier or Rowan said, um, um, you love dropping into our world twice a week then leave us a review five stars mm. on your app of choice it really does help us out we'd very much appreciate that um, thanks very much to our producer Rory and everyone at Stack um, and we'll see you next time Pete we're back on Thursday for some bird chat some battery chat although those two things will be unrelated I'm almost certain and, <laughs> and whatever else takes our fancy right correct and I can't wait to do it to see you. you soon with you around you <laughs> I have to make everything disgusting. Do I not? The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network.